0: You are listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God. Our God is good, and all the time. Do you love me? Four words. Short. Deep central and essential question that requires a reflective and honest response. And we all want to be affirmed, we all want to be loved by our loved ones and we want to always hear these four words. But beyond just expressing love for those we care about, we actually go out of our way to prove it. So love has meaning only to the extent that we're able to show it. Not just merely verbalizing it, but proving it through our words, our actions, and everything that we can. Look at the life of Jesus. He spent it expressing love in different ways, He expressed love in His incarnation. When he came to live among us in the world, he expressed love to people who were in their need. He would recall the story of the wedding feast in Cana of Galilee and how the couple were about to be embarrassed because the wine was running out. There and then, Jesus expressed love for this new couple by making an abundance of wine to the extent that everyone had his and her fill. You will recall also the feeding of the 5,000. Just when they were about to leave, Jesus realized that they were hungry. They have been fed spiritually. It was about time now to embark on a long journey home. And so Jesus thought that they needed some nourishment to be able to go back. Again, he expressed love by feeding the multitude. Again, you recall Jesus' loving action when he raised the only child of a widow. Jesus eloquently expressed the language of love in his ministry to the sick, to the sinners. Furthermore, he expressed the ultimate love by laying down his life to redeem his people. Fresh now from the Easter Ceremonies, the events of Holy Week proved the love of Jesus to us. He taught his disciples, no one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for his own friends. And so after the resurrection, Jesus appeared to his disciples several times. Why had he to do this? Of course, the disciples were already depressed. They were sad. The man that had changed their lives for good was no longer physically there with them. So they were terrified. They were afraid. So Jesus needed to put up an appearance to reassure them that indeed he has risen, that they may once again rebuild their faith. By appearing to his friends, to his disciples, Jesus strengthened their love and renewed their hope. The disciples were almost frustrated and depressed after his death, and they had gone back to their former trade of fishing. To revive their spirit, Jesus breathed the Holy Spirit in the apostles and commissioned them to go forth and be ministers of mercy. Last Sunday was the feast of divine mercy where we celebrated God's love for humanity, are we celebrate his outpouring of grace and his mercy upon every one of us, sinners. And by breathing his Holy Spirit on the apostles, he now mandated them, each and every one of them to also go and become ambassadors, ministers of mercy. In Jesus' conversation with Peter by the sea of Tiberias, we see the confession of Peter in declaring his faith and admitting his guilt. And it is easy to see Jesus' triple question to Peter Do you love me? And Peter's triple answer in the affirmative as Peter's confession of faith in Jesus. Again, recall the events of Holy Week. Peter became cowardly. He was so afraid to the extent that he denied ever knowing Jesus three times. Today an opportunity has arrived, has come for Peter once again to be able to correct and to cancel precisely what he did a few days ago. By reaffirming his love for Jesus, it was Peter's way of making things right. It was Peter's way of retracing his way back to the Lord. And the Lord Jesus gave him this opportunity. Do you love me more than these others do? And Peter would say, yes. You know, Lord, I love you. Peter learned that despite his denials, Jesus still loved him. It was that love that brought Peter back to life. It is an amazing experience to be loved in one's weakness and sinfulness. To be loved in one's goodness is no big deal, but to be loved in one's badness is phenomenally tremendous. The Lord strengthened Peter and made him a gallant and indefatigable witness to the gospel as our first reading tonight testifies. What lesson for every one of us. Oh, how have we also by our actions, by our words, also denied the Lord Jesus? Like Peter, we are once again reassured that God's love for us, in spite of who we are, knows no end, and he gives us opportunity After opportunity to right those wrongs so let us not be discouraged let us not look at how sinful we are let us rather concentrate more on the mercy of the Lord Jesus who offers us one more time an opportunity to be able to reaffirm our love for him and so Peter's experience Read him of pride and blind dependence on his own resources and enabled him to understand with the weak. We are not to judge ourselves or others by momentary lapses or weaknesses or faults or sins. And we do this very often The moment someone errs one time, we are quick to write him or her off. And we presume that he no longer stands a chance with us. But this is not the way of the Lord. However many times we have sinned, so long as we come back, he offers us yet another opportunity. We can easily lose interest in people, and even become blind to their strengths when we discover their deficiencies. Jesus discovered that the shortcomings of Peter were so great, yet he didn't write him off. More still, Jesus saw the need to entrust Peter with the mantle of leadership of the church, of his own church. Jesus needed a leader who had the strength, the courage, and the capacity to love God wholeheartedly. Jesus saw Peter as a potential leader and so asked Peter three times, Do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? And Peter would say, yes. Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. And Jesus would say to him, feed my sheep. By implication, Peter was asked, he was called to learn how to take care of the sheep in the same way, that God does. And after Pentecost, Peter and the rest of the apostles received power and grace to proclaim the good news fearlessly. When the Sanhedrin ordered them to stop speaking and teaching in the name of Jesus, they responded courageously saying, We must obey God rather than men. So when Peter became the leader of the church, his love for Jesus intensified. And that love led him to shed his blood like that of his master, Jesus, the lamb that was slain. Jesus expects each one of us to grow in our capacity to love. St. Augustine expressed regret for not responding to God's love early enough. In his confession he wrote, Let have I loved you, O beauty so ancient and so new. Let have I loved you. You shone Yourself upon me to drive away from my blindness. You breathed Your fragrance upon me and in astonishment I drew my breath. Now I pant for You, I tested You, and now I hunger and thirst for You. You touched me and I burned to live within Your peace. For us, no time is ever late, like St. Augustine, we have yet another opportunity to express our love for him. We all have a common vocation to love. In his exhortation on love entitled, Amoris Laetitia, Pope Francis says, We are called to be a witness to the gospel of God's love. For the Apostle Paul, the language of love is patience and kindness. And what therefore establishes preeminence in the Christian community is not office, is not title or territory, not even the charismatic gifts of speaking in tongues or healing or inspired sermons but only our response to jesus's question do you love me our love for jesus comes before serving him one of my most favorite prayers is lord enlighten my heart that I may know you so to know you that I may love you so to love you that I may serve you whom to serve is perfect freedom you cannot love the Lord if you don't know him you cannot serve the Lord if you don't love him and that is how it goes This should also be our prayers, to know the Lord, to love him, and to serve him. And all of this within the parameters of our own freedom in Christ. We do this not because we are obliged, but because we have a duty, that freedom in us to be able to make all of that possible. No one can serve the Lord faithfully and fervently if his heart or her heart is not aflame with an authentic love. An authentic love for Jesus. Love of God and love of Jesus are not mere lip service, but God's also with making tremendous sacrifices. It is oftentimes so easy to fall in love. Yet, only people who remain faithful in love are considered great. It is easy to declare love, but it requires a commitment to translate love into action. Therefore, Jesus is asking all of us Do you love me? I end with a story about a kind fellow who saw an old man fishing over a beautiful bed of flowers. Astonished with what the kind man saw of the old man And feeling somewhat sorry for him, he invited him to the bar for a drink. Over bottles of beer, an hour later, the kind man asked the old man, so how many fish did you catch today? The old man took a long gulp of his cold beer and said, you are the thought today, sir. You are the thought fish that I caught today. Indeed, all of us are invited to make a catch of some fish and bring them to the Lord. And that is what makes us different, that our lives, the conduct of our lives, the power of our example, we are able to introduce many others to Christ. When we do this, indeed, like Jesus, we will say to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Thank you for listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God.